Joining us on the line right now from the Indiana Pacers, of course, you remember him with the Raptors, Canadian O'Shea Brissett. O'Shea, thanks for the time today. How you guys doing? All good, man. Uh, we're doing well. Doing well. Good to, good to talk to you, O'Shea. And, uh, and, and, hey, I mean, I know you're Canadian, but you were celebrating last night as well, so hopefully you enjoyed Thanksgiving <laughs> uh, stateside with, with friends and teammates and family and whatnot. Um, O'Shea, you, you've been there, whether it be – you know, as a, as, a, as a pacer, as a Raptor, as a pro, um, you've been through what the Raptors are, are, are experiencing tonight, coming into your joint, the final game of a two-week road trip. How important is it from your perspective, from a pacer's perspective, to jump on Toronto early and to not give them any sense of any chance of momentum and try and bury a team that's obviously a little ragged after a long trip? Uh, it's, it's very important. You know, those guys are a great team that likes to get out and run fast and, you know, kind of tire the other team out. Um, so, you know, we got to just keep up with them and try to weather their storm because, you know, they're coming out fast. They got guys who can push the ball one through five, and uh, that's what makes it so unique. So, um, you know, if we're able to catch their first win and, you know, just keep pushing, keep being um, that aggressive team, you know, we'll be in good position. O'Shea, I'm sure it's not lost on you guys that this is the third time you've played Toronto. And they've beaten you twice. Now, I know Malcolm Brogdon didn't play in one game. He got hurt in the other. But how much you guys talk in that locker room saying, um, we owe these guys one. We, you know, we're not going to let them come in here and beat us for a third time and a second time in our own barn. Yeah, uh, it's very important. You know, we, we hold the standard with any team. You know, if they get one up on us, uh, the next time, you know, we try to play better and try to get the win. Um, but, you know, uh, being the fact that we played Toronto twice already, and lost them twice, you know, we really want to get this one for sure. Speaking with O'Shea Brissett from the Indiana Pacers, O'Shea, one of the things that Jonesy and I have been talking a lot about here the last, especially over the course of this week, we're at that quarter point now for pretty much every team in the league, and you look at the Eastern Conference standings, and including Indiana in this, I mean, the Pacers might be sitting 13th, but you're that close to kind of making a sudden jump, and you could be in the 6th, 7th slot before you blink. It's so jammed up in the East right now. Uh, do you guys as players, do you even think about the standings? Do you talk about the parity that seems to exist in the league, but especially in the East? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely runs through our mind uh, because we know that, you know, we're a great team and the, the number that we have right now doesn't really dictate who we are. You know, we want to um, keep pushing and just keep being the best that we could be. Uh, we have, you know, a full roster of guys that could, you know, really go out there and compete every night. Um, so we're really just putting a little pieces together and we're getting closer and closer every game. Uh, so just like you said, you know, we win a couple and we're right there, you know, top five, top six, top ten team um, in the East. Just like what you said, it, it's very packed, so... You know, we definitely have them in the back of our mind. Uh, we treat every game different, but, um, you know, we want to get these wins and just pile them up. O'Shea, when, when, you, um, when you look at, you know, the big, the big picture of things, um, what's it like playing for a championship coach in Rick Carlisle? He's come in. He's probably brought a new system, uh, new tweaks in, in philosophy and, and how you want to do things. What's it been like adjusting to that and, and playing for a, a championship coach like Rick Carlisle? Uh, it's been amazing. It's been amazing. You know, he's been a guy that's really helped me, you know, off the court more than, you know, anything else. Uh, just teaching me more of the mental side of basketball and, you know, trying to always be there every single night. Um, I think that's what I needed. You know, a guy like him, he's been around, you know, Hall of Famers, All-Stars, Superstars, you know, every every type of um, caliber player in the league um, so you know anything he says I really try to take it in and really learn and listen uh, just like because of what I said he's been around everybody and uh, you know he's helped me a lot uh, with my game I feel like I've gotten a lot smarter um, already so you know I just got to keep using that and just trying to keep elevating that player. 
Speaking with O'Shea Brissett from the Indiana Pacers, Raptors and Pacers tonight in Indy, 8 o'clock Eastern, the tip-up. O'Shea, I, I, I say this respectfully on that very topic, asking about uh, Coach Carlisle. The minutes have been down a little bit this year for you with a new coach, but yet you still are speaking quite glowingly with him, and that, you know, to me speaks to your maturity as a player, as a person. Uh, you know, has he said anything to you about what he's looking for or how you crack through to maybe, you know, get a few more minutes there and, and, and kind of up that, you know, get that uptick in the rotation a little bit more? Uh, you know, I feel like he knows what I could do. I know what I could do out there. Um, it's really just, you know, situational. Like I said before, you know, we got guys who can – start on any team in the league you know they go in and they're able to do what they got to do uh so it's really just me finding you know when I get out there I just got to be myself um you know start the season I play and I play well and you know he knows that I could do that everyone knows I could do that so it's really just you know his feel and the way he's going about it but you know I'm, I'm all for the team I'm all in and you know I cheer my guys on and um you know any chance I get I just got to go out there and do my best just like you not know, everyone knows that I could do O'Shea, how excited do you get to play against? I, I mean, you were with the Raptors at one time. I know uh, that was that was very fulfilling to be playing for the team in the city where you grew up. But you're on the other side of the fence now. How excited do you get to play against your former team and teammates and show them that hey, I'm I'm doing okay? It's it's amazing. You know, I still talk to those guys a lot. You know, um, first team that I was on when I got to the NBA. So you know, I have uh, close ties with them. You know, they've taught me a lot, everyone on the team. Uh, so I still talk to them. We still keep up. And every time we go against each other, well, it's really going to happen this one time this year, but it's crazy. Um, it's crazy just, just seeing them on the other side um, and how close me and Coach Nurse are and, you know, seeing him on the other side. Uh, so, you know, it's a great feeling, you know, going up against them because, like you said, I was on the team last year. So it's definitely different than, you know, any other team in the league. Speaking with O'Shea Brissett from the Indiana Pacers. O'Shea, you just mentioned Nick Nurse. Uh, he obviously won't be a part of it this weekend, Sunday, Monday, uh, because of the fact that he's, he's, he's got the NBA season going on. But a couple of qualifier games against the Bahamas for Canada coming on Sunday and Monday. Um, just kind of big picture long term and, and, and looking uh, at, at the Canadian team and, and hopefully you're a part of it in the future as well. Where do you see this program at when you, you know, kind of take a look around the league and, and look at yourself and so many others that are now in the NBA playing at an elite level and what the future could look like for this Canadian program on the men's side if you guys can just finally crack through and get to that world, let alone those Olympics, and kind of bring together this generation of basketball that we've been talking about for so long. Yeah, uh, it's amazing, man. You know, like you said, there's guys all around the league that are doing what they got to do at an elite status, elite level. And, um, you know, when we're able to put all those guys together, we're going to be a, a great team, you know, with a great coach. Um, and, you know, we all talk about every time I, you know, we go up against each other or we see each other, you know, we always talk about summer and how we're going to get together and try to build that chemistry on the court. Um, because, you know, just like everyone else knows, we know that as well. If we get together, you know, we're going to be a dangerous team. Um, you know, because we have guys from top to bottom, top to bottom that can really compete and, and do what we got to do to crack that spot, like you said. Um, so it's definitely something that's on our mind. And, you know, it's amazing seeing all those guys doing what they got to do. Um, because, you know, we all grew up together and played against each other at a young age. So um, seeing that's really, you know, m- makes me really happy for sure. What kind of pride do you take as a Canadian in the NBA, O'Shea? We always say this, and Eric and I pointed out to basketball fans, next to the United States, there are more guys from the NBA on, or more guys from Canada on NBA rosters than any other country in the world. That's got to be a source of pride for you. And when you run into all your guys and, and you know, 
he's not there now, but people like Nate Mitchell and Canadian coaches, Roy Rana, people that have been around, it's got to be a huge source of pride for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, um, like I said, those coaches and all the guys are guys we've been been around since we were younger. And, um, you know, seeing them all doing what they got to do at this level is, you know, like you said, a great, great, great source of pride um, because it just goes to show, you know, the hard work that we put in and how locked in we've been in the past couple of years, um, knowing that we can get to that level. O'Shea, we appreciate the time today, man. Best of luck tonight against the Raptors and, uh, you know, all the best for a, for a healthy season as well. Thank you so much. You guys have a great day. Thanks, O'Shea. There is O'Shea Brissett of the Indiana Pacers, 8 p.m., the tip-off tonight between the Raptors and Pacers. And you can hear it right here on Sportsnet 590. The fan, myself, and Jonesy will have the call for you beginning at 8 o'clock. You know, uh, it, it, it is interesting, Jonesy. I was reading some stuff prior to the show. Um, you know, we haven't seen a whole lot of him this year compared to last year. And uh, that's why I asked him the question. And I respect the fact that he still has so many great things to say about Rick Carlisle in spite of the fact that the minutes are down. I mean, the minutes are significantly down, and thus the numbers are down because he's not playing a whole lot. And he was, uh, to me, a key cog that showed a lot last year. And I think that the expectations for him personally, let alone for Pacer fans, was probably higher. And for whatever reason, uh, he's not as significant, let's say, in the rotation as I certainly thought he would be and I still think should be uh, for that Pacers team, especially considering their struggles. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised that, that Carlisle doesn't try to you know, tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, this, this, this isn't working, whatever this is. Let's at least try this guy. And, and O'Shea, you know, go show me something. Well, I can see Carlisle as a championship coach being patient and really kind of giving things a, a good long leash and a long look before he makes changes. But to me, as you said, it speaks to the maturity of O'Shea Brissett. Uh, and I look, you know, no, look no further than the Raptor bench and a guy like a kid like Malachi Flynn, four-year player out of out of university, um, understands early in his career what it means to be a professional. Stay ready when you get your opportunity. Get in there. Don't hurt the team. Help the situation. Make things better. I, I just look at Malachi's game the other night against Memphis. He's on the floor for 11 minutes. He's got, you know, six points, four assists. He does he does really good things running the offense. And then Nick Nurse says, okay, time for you to sit down. He's like, okay, I'll, I'll sit down. I'll, I'll stay ready for my next you know, my next chance, my next opportunity. And I, and I see O'Shea Brissett the same way. Eric, you and I were at Scotiabank Arena, uh, uh, one of the early games in the year um, where Malachi didn't play. And you were finishing your report for, for, for TV on the Sportsnet TV side. And I had, I had finished some post-game duties for NBA TV, and we were leaving the arena. And there was Malachi Flynn on the floor with Coach Jim Son getting working. He didn't even go up to the practice gym. He came back out to the main floor to work out after the game. And that's part of being professional and staying ready. And I'm sure we don't see it, but I'm sure, uh, you know, a, a guy like O'Shea Brissett, especially after being signed and getting the, you know, a, a stable contract and making good money, he's going to be professional. He's going to, he's not going to let that slide and he'll be ready for any opportunities that come his way. 
Absolutely, Jonesy. Absolutely. Uh, again, 8 o'clock Eastern, the tip-off tonight between the Pacers and the Toronto Raptors. And again, as we talked about a few minutes ago, still awaiting word on some of the uh, banged-up bodies for the Raptors and if uh, Toronto's going to be able to get healthy in time for tonight's tilt or not. But a uh, home game coming up on Sunday against the Boston Celtics and uh, a stretch of a lot of home games coming. A seven-game homestand for the Raptors with only three on the road from now until the new year. That is after uh, tonight's game. So certainly a, a time for the Raptors to, to maybe get right on the home floor and get back to, to, uh, to some home cooking, I guess, as well. Um, folks, if you like Smith & Jones, uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Rate and review the show as well. And, uh, Jones, as we go into the weekend and look ahead to tonight's Raptors game and Sunday against uh, the, the Celtics as well, I'm also looking forward to Monday night and, uh, and, and going to that premiere and seeing uh, Nav's documentary, his movie, and uh, just kind of getting a, a little bit more of a, a sense of the life, the man that is Nav Bhatti, and we appreciated him on the show today as well. Yeah, he was he was good, and uh, you know he's inspiring people. He's doing a lot of great work in in not just his community, many communities, and uh, I, and I also know some of the things that he and Rinku have planned coming down the pipe, and they're they're both of them really really great humanitarians and uh, an example for 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 the world. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. E could be red carpet, man. You better shine your shoes, brother. They're always shine, man. They're always shine. Thanks for tuning in to Smith and Jones. We'll see you on Monday.